My name's Ivan, and I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night. And I'm Daniel, I'm a neuromuscular therapist, and I run my own practice. And you're listening to the weekly podcast, Journey to Wherever. Enjoy the show. We're good to go. You want to take this one away? Okay. Let me just set this mic up so I can... Ladies and gentlemen, episode 23, welcome. G'day. G'day. It's <laughs> a different one, middle of the day. I'm, I'm very chill. You're feeling, feeling, feeling chill? I'm very chill. So kind of before, as we're just about to get started, you know how intro is like, hi, and I'm I'm Ivan, I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night, and I'm like, hi, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Daniel, and I'm a neuromuscular therapist, and, yep. and I run my own practice. Yeah. I think we should try, we should kind of semi-edited the you back- You want to practice the, one right now? The back-end one and just go, oh, do you want to do it right now? We should practice- Do you know one. what I'm about oh, to say? You go start. I think so. Go. Okay. Uh, as in, <laughs> don't you go first? Okay, you go first, go. <laughs> how does he go? Hi, I'm Ivan. I'm, I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night. And, and I'm Daniel, and I'm a neuromuscular therapist, and I run my own practice. And oh, and I'm also a soccer coach. Oh, it, really? I'm a soccer coach too. <laughs> Fist bump. Fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. So uh, <laughs> our first, well, our first foray into uh, being a junior league soccer coaches for our respective uh, clubs and sons. I was not expecting to enter this week and then leave the week a coach, yeah. a soccer coach. <laughs> me, 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 you know me, why? Me. I don't even know all the rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, no, I, that's a, probably a mild understatement. No, no, you've been to a few. Like, you went to something. He, he played last year, so you well, I never picked him up because I was in nine Ds. So it's okay, know. man. You don't have to keep talking about being nine days. <laughs> we're the underdogs now, though. So we're gonna win. We're gonna win the whole comp. Yeah, prove them wrong, man. I think it's it's good. Like we went to, well, like we the well, I guess the reason why we started late the podcast today is because I was like, oh, dude, I've got like this parent meet and greet. And yeah. So I've got both the boys in the same club, but obviously two different yeah. age groups, and um, it was just classic. I just you know when you go into something, just going. Why do I have the feeling I'm going to be nominated as a coach? Yeah, I kind of felt the same. I just knew it. And, and it's not that I didn't want to be a coach, but selfishly, I want to just turn up, yeah. sit on the sidelines and just watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not your, and I mean this in, in the nicest way, I'm not your typical soccer mum. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one to full hardcore cheer, go, rah, rah, rah. Like, sometimes yeah, I but might. Have you, have but you, I, this is your first season of First kids ever season like, of my kids, mate. Because they're like, like last year. Like, it's called league, right? Yeah, it's a league. Yeah. In league. Yeah. So anyways. Because when, when you are in it, you you do find yourself screaming from the sideline. Yeah, no, I still would, but like there's, but not screaming. There's cheering. levels. There's cheering. levels of like cheering, and then there's yeah. levels like, oh come on, ref, he tripped him over. Like I don't go that hardcore. I'm more just like, you know, just simple. Anyways, that's how I, that's how I imagine I'd be. Anyways, but anyways, you get down there, they call the team down, and then this guy's like, all right, so uh, he wants to be coach, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm like. Somebody put Somebody their hand up. But then they all just look at me like, I don't know, like I'm sending some like soccer aura vibe, vibe yeah. coach. And they're like, and one guy stirs up and he goes, you kind of look like you know what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I was like, and then Tash just goes, well, I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the hell, man? What's wrong with you? Like, I want I just want to be dad. I don't want to be coach. And she's like, but she made a point because I wanted, I wanted to go and do their trainings. Like I wanted to be at the training sessions to just yeah. watch them train. Yeah. 
And she's like, this is a good opportunity for you to, if you're going to be the coach, to nominate the day and the time and stuff. And then no one was willing to do it. And I sort of, I went, yeah, sure. Why not? I'll be the under fives. My little, my little, my littlest ones. Yeah. So I'm like, technically that's the youngest age group. So I'm I'm like the youngest age group's coach. coach. I'm like, oh, that's a bit of a cool tag to have. So yeah. And I, uh. I assigned my eldest as my assistant, assistant coach. coach. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to bring him to the soccer training anyways. Yeah, he'll, you know, he'll like So it. he's going to help me like feel, set up cones and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah so. he'll feel good too. Like he'll be like, yeah, I, I know what I'm doing, dad, because I play soccer. I'm, I'm an older team. <laughs> like it's cool. And uh, so, yeah, and earlier in the week, we got this like WhatsApp text from you. Yeah. You know, got like the full... Uh, Holding my... Uh, soccer ball the bag. bag full of soccer cones. You're like, and guess his coach. And, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> mini fist pump. <laughs> it was the same thing. You kind of... Because what happens in the little... Like in the league for the younger kids, right? Um, is all the all the parents like do this like a mustard, like a mini mustard. Where they all meet. You meet the team. You kind of meet That's all we did today this yeah. morning. Yeah. And then all the parents kind of stand around and then they, the, the, the coach, well, not a coach, sorry, a, a club member walks around and they've got like the- Like someone part of the committee. The, part of the committee yeah. with a list of all the names and there's vacant spots where you can fill in contact details and whatnot. And it says, pick your day and talk training time and coach's name, manager's name. And they give it to you and they expect you to, between your team, work out one, who's going to be a coach and two, who's going to be a manager. That's right, the manager as well. And- like so i'm like my wife i think nat was willing to step in and be manager if no one kind of stepped up to be a manager just quietly i think manager's harder look to me me, there shouldn't be a manager and a coach it's the same they should just do the same thing i think the reason why they do it is just in case the manager's not not there then the coach does the managing and if the coach is not there then the manager does the coaching yeah it's kind of like a it's like an almost like not an assistant but like you know a second in charge, yeah. you call it that. And, and, well, the manager obviously does all the, the organizing the field, the paperwork, the admin staff, organizing trophies, photos, all of that type of jazz, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we get a manager because that's... Oh, you don't have one yet? Not yet. Oh. So Nat was going to step in and be the manager, but then... The, she should. The, well, this is what happened. This is it though. So when we were standing around, you know, in the circle and we're kind of picking a team a few of the people in the team didn't show up for the muster thing either, whether they couldn't make it or they Ah, forgot or whatnot as well. So there was a couple of us dads there and they were kind of like, same as your deal. They kind of just like, I was holding the paperwork and all that. And they kind of just kind of looked over at me and they're like, you look like a responsible adult. Yeah. Like you seem like you're projecting you're going to lead something here. And I was like, so what's your name and who's your kid? And have you played first? I was asking questions and stuff. So they kind of felt like you just had that natural kind of, yeah, yeah you know and then and then uh, they're like so what days oh we're pretty all right flexible this day you know i'm like so probably 6 30 because we don't want to get here too early i gotta drive work this and that yeah and then i'm like so we've got to pick a coach crickets right i'm like the haystack just and goes I, I knew i knew this was gonna happen yeah anyway and and because of my son's team i don't want to let him down i yeah. want him to like you know enjoy his soccer playing and this and that so i'm like I'll be coach. <laughs> so I took the name to, I took the, the, the coaching thing and I was like, all right. So. Yeah. It's good though. It's, but, I'm, but I'm going to enjoy what, it. Like Nat, I think Nat would be good as your coach. She, I mean, sorry, as your manager. She'd be good as a manager. Because she's very organized like that. She's good with communicating with people and organizing and this and that. But if I'm coach and she's manager, yeah. it's going to be quite busy. I think it will be good though. To be honest, I was actually thinking, like, in my in my head, I was, like, thinking, I'm like, when they said, oh, so who wants to be manager? Same thing. Crickets, right? And then I was about to say, Tash, be my manager. But then I realized, if she's going to be my manager, 
who's going to take Adriano, my eldest, to his games? Yeah, that true, was my see? problem, and yeah. I felt I had this bit of a I felt bad moment as a dad. I was like, oh, I I just wanted to just watch them individually, and yeah. now that I'm a coach of my youngest. I don't think I'll miss most of my eldest games because they're, they're age groups. Like my my eldest is playing one age group above. Yeah, but if the games play at the same time, then yeah, on I'll miss Saturdays, them. which they usually do for those ages. But the under fives are generally like eight thirty nine o'clock. They're saying that was the same. That's what they were saying what they to said? us. Yeah. Whereas um, eights and above, so they grew up in between like five, sixes, and sevens. Apparently, play anywhere between eight thirty and ten anywhere between 8.30 and 10. So they might have like a 9.15 kickoff or a really something like that. That's what they were saying. It changes all the time, right? Because okay. draws change and fields get washed out. And yeah. Whatever. And then 8s, 9s and 10s and 11s onwards because there's like junior then there's like, I don't know. I don't know what they call it. They gave it a different name for like senior, junior. I don't know what it's called. And um, they generally play from 10 onwards. Okay. So I'm thinking... That'd be it, tough. I'm not looking forward to the 10 o'clock starts. Well, if I'm already there, well, no, no, my... no. But if you've got like, it's all right if you, if you, if you, it good, it's good for the sleeping part. Yeah, but, but it's, it's, it kills the it kills, kills the day because day. then like you by the time you finish and wrap it all up and leave and get home, it's like twelve something. Yeah. Well, Saturdays for me is a busy day, anyways, because then because <coughs> I I play soccer too. Excuse me. With my team. Yeah. So my all age. Are you going to still play this season? Yeah, I'm going to play this season. Oh. So yes. Yeah, Saturday is going to be like. She's so still going to play this season yeah. for you. Oh man. <laughs> so Saturday is going to be like my little one kicks off at somewhere between. 8.30 and 10. Then my... I'm just hearing your lawn just go, Goodbye, my love. <laughs> your lawns are gone. <laughs> when are you going to do them? <laughs> I have no idea. Well, in winter, you don't really do them. Yeah. If you take it for those uh, horticulturists out there, if you take care of your Sir Walter Buffalo th- throughout yes, the Sir season, Wally. So, uh, you generally, uh, the, the thick thatch will uh, survive itself during the winter. So you generally don't have to. From about May onwards... If you give it a Still. nice, if you give it a nice nip, it should survive June, July, and You're August. Be busy though. Hey, I will be busy. So, anyways, my little guys will be somewhere around eight thirty, nine o'clock, ten, maybe nine thirty. Then my other one will be somewhere around ten-ish, eleven. And then by the time he wraps up, my games are generally like one or three, depending. I on... honestly don't think yours. Some of your kids will start at ten. It might be earlier. I don't know. I reckon I'll start between eight and nine. I think the draws, the draws, going to come out sometime like towards the end of the month. Yeah. Of, of February, not March. So, yeah, that's why I feel a bit bad. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I just, I wanted to be, I just wanted to see both individually. But now I want Tash to be my kind of manager because she does all that admin stuff better than what I do anyways. Like, especially with talking to coaches, uh, parents and whatever. Yeah. And um, the uh, soccer politics. The, <laughs> that's probably the main reason why. And I don't think do it happens do it? at a super junior level. Oh, uh... Like super, I'm talking like we've my son, my, my youngest. We've seen some at our club. It's yeah. You last. hope it doesn't happen, and I've been witness to it myself, obviously, yeah, as mm. when I was a kid. And some parents, like whether it's they're trying to like kind of they're passionate slash living vicariously through their child, or yeah. or just passionate individuals, they kind of like, oh, coach, how come my son got you know seven minutes and this boy got ten minutes? That's the shit I'm not looking forward to at all. You know, luckily, yeah. I think under fives is super easy. Like, we've, I think it's a maximum of six people in the team. Okay. Um, four on, two reserves. We've only got five registered. So Four on? Yeah, it's, just, it's under fives. The, the field's, like, tiny. They don't even have goalies. Man. 
it's tiny. Like okay. the goals have got no goalies. It's it's just like little okay. kids, like a swarm of swarm of bees okay. running around. So it's pretty much everything. Everything I'm going to say for 15 minutes is spread out, spread out. That's all I'm going to say for probably half an hour. <laughs> spread out. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But I'm hoping, fingers crossed, hoping that the draw is kind to me. But um, that's probably the, my biggest concern is the uh, yeah the, the, the parent the politics. The, yeah. yeah, I just. I remember Imagine seeing it as a kid. It's like, oh, why is why is he playing more minutes than my son? Why did why did he get subbed off twice? Or it's kind of like, what are you supposed to say to the people like that? You know what I mean? Especially when they're under fives. It's like I don't know because I'm just going to create like a rotation system, regardless yeah. of how great they're playing, how many goals they've scored. Yeah, I'm just going to do this. Like I think it's 15 minutes a half. Yeah. And it's like, and if I've got one reserve, then I'll just make sure, like, divide yeah. the time. Wait, and wait, like, in la- last last year in, in our my son's team, one of the parents on the side would have a stopwatch. Yeah, and they time for like three minutes or some and just tell some someone, number. hey, let me. And know as when soon as they've hit it, like, right, swap next. Yeah, they're off. Good. That's and then good. Next person on. Yeah, that's fair. And they time on and off. I um, like that. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Just look at a stopwatch and go every, you know, if I've only need to do once, like you know, essentially four subs. Yeah. So two subs a half. So what days you're training on? So um, Maxwell, who's my youngest, so I'm coaching the under fives. That's on Thursdays. Okay. Adriano is doing under eights. He should have been under sevens this year, but he's going to do eights. Okay. Um, and he's going to be on Tuesday nights. So uh, Tash is going to take. And what on time Tuesday. are they going to be for these? Both of them six. Both of them six thirty. Oh wow! So we'll be at the field at the same t- same time on Tuesdays. Are you doing? Are you going to pick um, Tuesdays? I'm on Tuesdays. Oh, yeah. Okay. Didn't you guys do Thursdays last we year? We did Thursdays last year, okay. which was actually pretty good. I didn't mind it. You lose the Thursday night shopping option. Yeah. In case you need to duck out to the shops or something. Okay. Um, but you know, but um, it's all right. yeah, it's so then yeah, I was just a, a way to kind of I didn't know if he was feeling a bit sad that i wasn't his coach i was like hey man you're gonna be my assistant coach and all of a sudden he was like yeah really super happy super happy so i'm like okay maybe that was that's maybe all i needed to do is making my assistant coaches you can kind of help me i don't know put cones out and do drills for under five did you get like a kit coaching kit that's uh someone one of these months not next monday the monday after there's like a manager's coaches meeting they give all the the balls and the kits and the all that so yeah i got it on tuesday so uh but one thing I anticipated that they might not have given me was a whistle. I, man, I saw the whistle. <laughs> so did you see the whistle? I was like, damn, that's a good... You got, you got the pro, like, pro proper whistle, man. The ones that did that mad... <laughs> soccer sound. There's, a, there's so many... That's like a $45 looking whistle. No, it wasn't, actually. It was like 12 bucks or something. Oh, really? Yeah. There was, you know the old school metal ones? I yeah. wanted to get one of those. Yeah. And, you know, Tash is a typical organizer. She's like, no, you need to get the one with the lanyard. And I was like, yeah, she's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to go grab myself one too. Get one from. Get I used from, to have one. There's heaps. To, there's heaps though. I think I actually might already have one. I had. I've got the metal one too with a little wooden ball in yeah, it. Yeah, it's the no, best. No, I reckon it's not a wooden ball. I think it's like it's a, loud too. A, a, a cork ball or something. It's got something in it. I got vibrates. one when I used to run classes. Yeah. In fact, I might dig it out. Just bring them back. The uh, <laughs> the martial arts. Uh, yeah, I just open up the martial. Did you use arts my, box. whistle martial arts? Yeah, man. Really? I was drill sergeant in that class. Don't you? Aren't you supposed to say some kind of like? Because you Taekwondo, right? No, I didn't run Taekwondo class. No, no. Whistle. Oh, so you, okay. This is my own. Wasn't school. there like a or something like a Haya? I didn't have that shit. You know, just like I shouldn't say shit. <laughs> wasn't there? A, wasn't there like a you know some kind of like us or Not something? Not in my classes because it wasn't a martial arts school. It was a but wasn't there? Isn't there? Isn't there school. some kind of like a martial arts kind of like whistle within the voice kind of thing? They do their well There's, Taekwondo call it like a ki up kind of thing. Is that how you like a tent, like a tent hut kind yeah, of? Yeah, that's how right. You, how, but I didn't you, have any of that. But how do they do it though? What is it? How does it go? 
well, there's different ones depending on the different martial arts. How was your one in Taekwondo? So in, well, in Taekwondo days... So everyone's like doing have, their sparring and then it's like, all right, it's time for a new well, drill? How do they... In, in Taekwondo, they'd have one where it was like, you had like an attention pose where I think they used to say something like Chet kind of thing and you kind of put your hands by, by your sides. Yeah, and then it was like, Kine, and then you bow. Ah, okay. And then... That's um, what I meant. I said Or they used to say Chumbi, which is like you stand with your legs shoulder width apart and your fists in front of your belt. Oh, that's a like sick that pose. Mad, that's like, like a Cobra Kai shit. Yeah, yeah. Chumbi, like you know. And <laughs> then when you get into this, like when you get into your free sparring, it was like yeah. Um, and then in, but then when I was, you should incorporate that. Into, into, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then when I was in um, Kung Fu, it's different. There was no sounds. You literally just your hands go to the side. They come out in front of you, and then you kind of come back and you. Fist come but how does everyone? How do you gain everyone's attention though? They just they're just watching the whole time. I think it was just a all right line up guys. Nice. Just get get line up, get into your lines, form up, whatever. Yeah. Um. So I used to have a whistle though, because if I ran a, for the adult class, the kids classes were an hour, and we'd probably do like 15, 20 minutes of fitness exercise for the kids. Yeah. Which is reasonable for a sixty minute class. Yeah. Yeah. Probably fifteen minutes. For the adults, it was a one and a half hour class, and the first. 25 to 30 minutes mm-hmm. was all fitness straight like straight 30 minute really? blast so <coughs> I had a whistle for that nice dig it up man so I might uh, dust so it what's that? Down's under nines he's under nines yeah yep. sick so is he excited the, he was, I was chatting he's excited the night. only thing is because the team some of the players didn't show up if they genuinely don't show up for the team they might disperse the team into other teams okay but did you have a list of the names of I did. people? Oh, well, then they're going to turn up then. They'll eventually turn up. Well, I hope so. Unless because they that list... Not to, unless they decided to pull out. Oh, well, maybe. But apparently when I, when I was speaking to the guys today, because my preference was that Adriano was, would be in under sevens. Yeah. Because he's only six still. He only turned seven in December. Um, but they they just didn't have any spots. So they said, you know, oh, but he does soccer joes. He'll be fine. And we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And after kind of like, because we like, I was sizing up the other kids for for Adriana. I was looking at him going, oh shit, that kid's big. I was like, and he's like, all right, under 10s. I was like, whoo, okay, okay, he's 10s. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, was like, I was like, and then when I saw all his group mates, I was like, mm, yeah, he he'll should be, be okay. He'll he be should. okay. He's done, he, like you just said, he's done the soccer joeys. Yeah, so I was like, I forgot where I was going with this. And sometimes it's good to have a little bit taller and older because they level up a little they bit. level up a little bit, yeah. yeah. I forgot where I was going with this, but um, what were we saying before? Um, about the, uh, showing up in the team that's right so the guy said I said to him oh look oh, you know um, I forget how we got in the conversation I said to him if anyone from the sevens drops out or wants to come up we're happy to come down that's what I said and he's like oh mate that's more than likely not going to happen I said why is that because because everyone on this list has one way or in one way or one form gone on to play football and registered and registered and paid so everyone on that list has been registered and submitted as a team to the association. Okay. So everyone on your list yeah. is already registered. Now, whether they just decide not to show up. That's what up, I mean, though. They so, might be registered. So they regist- might have paid their fee. That might team, be part but of that the team has club. actually been registered. Okay. So your list of players has actually been registered into a competition. Yeah. So they probably just didn't show up. Because, well, hopefully they all show up. Yeah. Yeah. It was a weeknight, too. So some parents can will probably struggle to come. Well, then nights. you got to sign up for a training during the week. Yeah, I know. This is, yeah. But I, I wish it would have been good if everyone showed up because you don't want people to be like, well, uh, I can't make that day. It's, well, well, you should have been there on the day we did it. That's right. First team best dressed. Yeah, it's first team best dressed. That's why Tash chimed in. She's like, quick, dude. She's like, oh, Daniel. But I'm just like, oh, fuck. I was like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, well, so congratulations, so coach. We'll, uh, tr- we'll uh, maybe edit that sometime into the intro. Soccer dads. Yeah. <laughs> and soccer coaches. <laughs> Goodness me. Uh, something that was super cute today yeah. was uh, the video you sent of your little one. Yes. Which is 15 months old? 16. October 5, 17. 17 months old. 15. Something like that. Six, maybe 16 months old. She counted to two. Yeah, one and a half. And it was super cute. Because uh, well, what was happening is we were sitting outside. All the kids are playing in the backyard because my wife had a, her friend over this morning and she's got kids and they brought the kids over. And so my wife and her friend were having um, like morning tea breakfast. And I was like, all oh, right, the kids are playing outside. Beverly's running around. I'm going to take her outside. So I'm sitting down having a cup of coffee and she's like playing in the grass. And then I pulled out a, a blade of grass and I was like, I handed her the, the little blade of grass and I said, one, to give it to her, is in counting. Yeah. And then as I did it, I, gave, I said, one, she goes, two, and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? She can't even talk yet. That's the best part. She but... says mummy and yeah. she did say dad, but now she says mummy because she knows mummy means I want something. So she says mummy when she <laughs> wants something. Daddy, I want to play, mummy, give me something. So yeah, well, <laughs> That's so generally she, how, so... That's generally what it means. <laughs> mummy, give me food, give me, send me to sleep, dad, let's play. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, I got this persistent cough. It's really annoying. Um, so Corona cough. So what? Corona oh, cough. I hope not. <laughs> no, um, and so yeah, so I, I gave her to. I was like counting things with her, and she just started counting. That's so. It good. was super cute. Yeah. So it's like, but but I'm I'm impressed because she's like one and a half ish, and she's just started like. Has she gone up into that like middle level of school? care? No, Maybe no, she's, she's watching still in the baby, baby class. Still in the baby class? Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes they start doing all the counting stuff, the ABCs and whatever, and she's probably in the background just listening the, to it. I think the school will probably do that, like, where they sing and count and everything. Yeah. That's where she's learned it. That's where she's learned it. Has Unless to she's learned it where I'm like, don't touch that cupboard, don't touch it. One, two, three. <laughs> yeah, you know when that, you do the parent count? Yeah, that was me, the parent count. And maybe three, she's just like, listen two, to me go, go like, one, two. <laughs> maybe she's like, two. So maybe she's making, like, maybe she's just mocking us. Oh, goodness. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how much she's embedded the numbers, though, because sometimes kids will say something, and the next day you try it again to show everyone, oh, look what they're doing. And you're yeah. like, why? And they just go, like, why? And they don't say it. It was so just we'll see if she so actually cute. gets it. She's like, obviously, it's hard to describe to, to, to the listeners, like, your daughter. She's just like this sweet, little, chubby girl. She's this and chubby, she's got, little, she's got like a little, very bit of a, white, glassy, pale skin. She's got a little bit, little bit of a husk in her voice. Husky voice with his strawberry red hair oh man it's just and just she said too she's like <laughs> i was like oh that's it yeah. squish yeah she's so cute <laughs> oh goodness so yeah that was uh that was a nice it was a nice morning because i was like oh that's nice that's really cute and then after that we um we were doing some potting of some plants because we didn't do the podcast this morning yeah so we because of my meet and greet potting some plants you had your meet and greet so here we are on a saturday afternoon welcome to episode 23 yeah <laughs> 22 minutes in we're talking about soccer dads um, well, that's probably what the episode's gonna be about soccer dads yeah I've, we'll probably end up dropping in like how the comp's going but out so the the, the mum who came like my wife's friend who came today her son is also playing in your region in my region? Yeah. Oh, really? So he plays for one team, and I think he'll be versing... He played... Because he's in U1, mm. so he'll be playing against Adriano's age group. Okay. I think I know what team it is. Yeah. yeah. 
So they they'll um yeah. They'll oh okay yeah 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 okay cool yeah. that'd be interesting. <laughs> so you might end up um, coming across uh, some people that you know. It's always fun though because you're on the sidelines and you're like, hey, you're like, hey, how you going? It's really good. And then as soon as you turn your back, you're like, all right, get across the other side of the field now. You're on the other side. And then you're like, you're not friends during the game. And then yeah. at the end of it, you're like, oh yeah, how you going? It's funny you bring that up, right? Because in terms of like, oh, you're gonna play against. You said you're gonna play against someone I know. And then I was just like, ah oh, shit, you just brought back something that I'm like. So originally, I think I was kind of kind of telling you, Adriano was registered. Adriano and Maxwell were registered to a different club. Yeah. And um, the reason why we didn't get an under seven spot for Adriano at this current club, yeah, is because by the time we decided that we didn't want to be a part of the other club they were originally registered to, the, yeah. all the seven spots were unavailable. Were so then yeah. we went to the eights, and um, I was just like, I'm probably not going to be looking forward to play, <laughs> playing against the club that uh the boys were originally originally registered to and your coach now and my coach now <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna remember i hope not nah they won't. there's so like... many there's so many people like it's such a big thing maybe hopefully yeah it's like there's a lot of a lot of teams a lot of kids it's just yeah it's a lot yeah no, i don't think they'll remember Hopefully not. You know, most people just start that as they start playing, they all just get absorbed. And you kind of you you kind of form this little click with your team anyway. Yeah. Like all the parents and stuff last year were they're all close, like um they all get along on the weekend. It was like the team had good culture in the team. Yeah. Um so it was like a good little click and then um at the end of it, the season, like they had like a, a full get together where all the parents went out and the kids just had like were playing at a restaurant and stuff. Was that like, organized just at within the, our team. Within the team? Or was it, was <laughs> we the, had something on. We I think we were all, Was the club does the club organize? No, 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 no. Like the team said, Oh, do, should we have like a lunch thing? Oh nice. So the the coach and the manager organized this lunch thing and then um everybody got together and had like a lunch. But I think we were we might have been away or something. I can't remember why we couldn't go. Maybe we had some family event on or something. We couldn't make it. Yeah. Um. So we didn't get to go. But yeah. I just, I, it's it's super important. I actually wanted the boys to play last year, but then I kind of, they weren't really showing 100% interest in playing soccer. Yeah. And then I'd probably say maybe towards the end of last year, it was just, just they both at the same time fully switched and they were like, Soccer, 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 everything, which naturally made me like super proud, right? Yeah. But I think it's such an important thing for kids. Just, just I think, to, just to be active outside. Playing. Be active outside, but if you could, like, I'd like to get him later on, kind of whilst they balance themselves out in a team sport. I think it's also important to do something individual as well. Yeah. I think it's good to be responsible for yourself and your own actions, whether it's martial arts or whether it's a music lessons or whether that's dancing or whatever it might be. But I also think a team sport from such a young age is really good as well. Yeah, it helps um, them, I guess, kind of get get involved in like the teamwork and interaction. It gets them out of their shell a little bit like yeah, that Yeah, definitely. It's important. It's... We had our son in martial arts, but he at the time, he was, I think he was three. It's it's tough when they're three that young. Three or four. He was quite little. Yeah. And I probably overestimated it because like, he, he was very, he's very mature and he's very like bright and stuff. But he was just a little bit mischievous when he was three. Yeah. He's very he's settled down now, but yeah. he was a bit mischievous. So, he, like he, he wasn't kind of following like the run rules. off, and he wouldn't follow the rules. And they're all playing in the classes, and he's just like at the back wall, just running around the, the dojo. <laughs> so we didn't end up keeping him in the classes because he just wouldn't yeah. join the class. Some kids um, just glue to it straight away, and yeah. some just don't. They need that extra four or five years before they're. But our ready daughter, for it. like Hazel, I think she would be a good candidate. 
for martial arts. I think she would too. She's got a mean punching kick now. <laughs> I mean mean, like as no, if I've got to tell that. her to stop punching do my that arm time when she we, punches. Do you remember that time it was a few months ago we went to like a... <coughs> Uh, like it was like an outdoor festival, Christmas festival, whatever. Yeah. And the kids were doing like piggyback rides. Yeah. She picked up Adriana on her back. She's tough. She's no, no, but she's just strong. And she's little, very little. And yep. Adriana's bigger, much bigger than her, taller than yep. her. Even though they're only six months apart. Yeah. But like he's significantly taller and bigger. And he's like, "Come on, Hazel, pick me up." And she literally just like full piggybacked him. Yep. And ran as well. She's yeah. So she's got a really good. She st- does. Like like a strong center of gravity you know like ants they pick up 10 times their weight she she's like she's picking like up 10 times yeah. her weight she's like you know she's so what kind of martial arts would you put her in i don't know something i don't i don't know she, she's strong though she, she, you con- know what I, to I, put I'm, into context our she's about two or three kilos heavier yeah. than our baby toddler yeah <laughs> she's light um, no exaggeration every like time she comes up because oh, hi chica she's light and, I pick little. Her up and i'm like whoa almost throw yeah, off the roof like her she's school friend so like tiny. her school friends are probably at least one and a half feet Taller. taller yeah you know what so, i reckon she'd be good at and you probably know what i'm gonna say what? i think she'd be like a wizard at bjj she'd she, be she, she's pretty good because she's got this like now yeah yeah because she's short yeah for her age i think she'd be really good at it like, uh, she, really, she really would good. but i'd wanted to get i wanted to get good with her her hands and her legs too yeah i guess you could do that just just because i think if she's like ever needs to like protect self a little bit in whatever way mm-hmm. i think Yes, BJJ is good, but if there's like one or two people and it goes to the floor, it's great. Yeah. But if it doesn't, and she's like, you know, being roughed around, if I, BJJ wouldn't, from from my mind, be as self defense driven mm-hmm. unless she goes to the ground a little bit or manages to like maneuver while standing up still. I'd still want her to be able to like. Do some stand up. I yeah. think it's very important on the ground because if she's like for whatever reason, if like she was ever attacked while she's down, yeah, someone with BJJ would be. It, it, that is a good skill for women to have. Like I, I agree with you with the hands thing, but I would probably say at this age, yeah, most no, you, not that you have to, not that you'd want to imagine that this, that your child's going to be ever in a scenario that they're in a fist fight, but if they're ever in a situation where they're being ganged up by bullies or whatnot, yeah. I would probably say nine out of ten times it ends up. On the on ground. hundred percent. And that is like, yeah, yeah. you know, a, a gra- the ground for someone that doesn't know anything on the ground, as opposed to someone that trains yeah. on the ground, yeah. it's like someone that can swim and someone that's like a stone in water, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, definitely, but I agree with you. As they get older, if you could I think you need a mixture. Not just one, not no, just the other. No. It's like anything. you got to have, I think there's got to be a good good balance. Mix. That's the whole reason there's, why there's MMA's a few, around. There's a few like MMA gyms. We've got an we've got a UFC gym not far from us. It's expensive, man. They are, man. Very, I think it's very well, expensive. When I say when we say expensive now, when you look at things that you tra- like training programs and things you train in, I yeah. think it's like 130 bucks a month. But it's unlimited classes or something. Yes. Yeah. It just depends on how often you can you go know, to. So that. if you so make if the most like of it, once it's, a week then it's probably not going to be worth it. But if you're going like Two to three times a week? Yeah. Then it might be worth it. So, 130, I think it's, I think it's 130, 120, 100, something like that-ish yeah. per month, which is not too bad. I it's think not too bad. Near your pl- close to you, your place, I was looking at a jiu-jitsu gym for the boys, but then I decided, uh, let's put them in soccer first, and within probably the next two or three years, when they're like a little bit older, I'm, I, that's personally what I want to do with them. And the one near your place... There's like I think it's thirty. It works out at thirty five bucks a week. That's pretty good. 
So, but unlimited that's like classes. unlimited classes. That's the average price. 30, if you're getting, I think that's so thirty five for adults, thirty for kids. That's pretty cheap. So at the time I was like, oh, that's cheap. But then I'm like, oh shit, that's I've got two kids, so it's going to be sixty bucks a week. So that's yeah. when I was like, oh fuck. I'd great. be willing to. Pay it's like a three grand investment, roughly two and a half, three thousand for the year. It's worth it though for what you De- get. No, out definitely, of it. definitely. If there is, is any sport that you pay for to get a and you want to a get a return investment, on investment it's and it's a long term investment, martial arts hands down. Without question, the money you put in, you get more than it back. Yeah, we, I 100% agree with you. It, it teaches a lot more than just knowing how to throw a kick and a punch. 100%. It's like the I treat a lot of martial artists and I very rarely come across someone that's not humble. Yeah, of they're course. All, they're all just super down-to-earth, yep. humble people because they are they actually know the the dire consequences of what it would what would happen in an, a phys, like a proper fist yeah. fight. So they are they know the the consequences to a point where they're just so respectful and humble. Yeah. And they're into a point where you'll probably never ever find them in that situation because they get taught how to observe what's happening around yeah. them. So they kind of like remove themselves from those situations. Yeah. And that's a skill in itself that martial arts teaches that you can't teach your kids naturally. Yeah, you know what I mean? I How to avoid yourself for being like, you know, being in a situation where there's a, a, a fight's about to break out or yeah. there's a, you know... A, your your a, situational awareness and your ability to just look at a situation and be like, that's not smart. Let's, let's pull I'm myself out. back. Yeah. Or, you know, my gut's not telling me this is the right thing. I shouldn't go with these people to this area. Uh, we, we, you know, they want to go and do this activity. I'm like, nah, it's not a good idea. I can just, it just, it inherently teaches you to be. Martial arts teaches you it that. It does. It's it like does. so good. It and really I think, does. and just a level, and it's like this, you know, when you get these like, um, cliche traits where it's like, oh, you learn respect and discipline and confidence. It's like these, yeah. it's the buzz sales words yeah. of the martial arts classes. Yeah. Right. Definitely. However, you, it doesn't teach you confidence because you can't teach confidence, but you inherently gain that yeah. through doing it. And a lot of the times when parents used to come and um, bring their kids to the classes, I'd ask the question, you know, why do you want to, I think I've said this to you in the podcast before, like why do the kids want to join? Like, why do you want your kids to join? And they'd be like, cause they, you know, getting bullied or they want some self defense. Probably 90%. 90% and parents, they actually concerned. They they're want concerned. Their- they want their kids to be able to look after themselves. Yeah. And, what ends up happening is the kid legit, inherently gains concern. a level of confidence out of just the training alone that it's like they put out this aura and this this signal to whoever's bullying them yeah. and the bullying tends to stop. Just stop, even without any action. Without any action. It's yeah. just because the kid starts to learn some confidence yeah. or rather than run away like they used to or kind of you know, back off a little bit or turn their back, it's like almost like they stand there and they're yeah. like, well, well, what are you going to do? And that's, that's right. and it, they and stand the ground. They stand the ground. They stand the ground, and that alone, for some people in you know in the playground or in a you know you know a park or something somewhere, it's like oh they're standing the ground. Like there's something strange about that kid. I yeah. Don't uh, think I, should, I don't think I want to push his button. Kind I don't of want. Thing. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to take it because they're not running. It's it's too much of a challenge. I stop. That's right. It's just a level of constant. Whereas if they don't do if they don't do martial arts, or maybe <laughs> not necessarily that not that you have to do martial arts to gain confidence, but if that child's already you know susceptible to not having too much of a too, too high of a confidence level and they've got that kind of like cowering type um body language then they're an easy target for a bully yeah whereas it's probably one of the first things that martial arts teaches you before you even probably throw a punch or a kick or a judo throw or whatever um yeah i 100 percent agree with you i think martial yeah. arts is super important for kids but i also do think that some kids like you put them on the mat 
at three and they're like, they take it on like, like anything, right? I think Hazel would be good at that. Some kids just, you throw them in at three and they're like, nah. And then all of a sudden you put them when they're 10 and, and it's a completely different thing. Yeah. But, um, and she's very artistic. This she's is the thing, very right? creative, because very she's artistic. Creative. I think it's, and it's a way to self-express. Yeah. Um, cause it's an art form. Cause they'll teach you a certain way how to throw a punch. Yeah. And if not that she would change how to throw a punch, but if she maybe adjusts her hips a little bit or does something with her legs or whatever that yep. she feels more comfortable of. And the, the, the trainer goes, yeah, I like that. That's fine. I'm happy with that technique. It l- allows for a level of expression from yep. yourself. And it's non-routine. It's non-routine as well. And like, I'm, I'm a firm believer is when, when like, you know, you've got your senses, sight, smell, taste. Um, communicate all that kind of stuff and when they're babies like a lot of those senses are removed from not removed but they don't they're not they're blurred they're blurred they're not existent so you'll often find that when someone's like carrying their baby and someone sells he's your baby cry you go oh the baby's crying but as a parent you go oh they're hungry yeah or they're whatever but you just because you know your you know. child That's you right. know their conversation you know their feeling yep. they, they pick up on your aura and all that kind of stuff that tends to transcend as they get older, yeah. obviously because they can communicate better and whatnot. And I feel like martial arts has that kind of almost parent-like communication between your the you guess your, your dojo leader yeah. and the, and his students. Like yeah. they have that connection, like a, what a parent would with their child. Yeah. That's how I that's how I and for an it. instructor it helps for an instructor. Develop, yeah, they believe helps. they believe in them. They're kind of like they teach him this like chest out confidence type thing. And sometimes yeah. they don't even have to say it. They just look at them and go. Oh, I think I should mimic that because my instructor's doing it too. Yeah, you know? um, that's what I that's what I feel like. Yeah, and I think from an instructor's point of view, it helps the instructor if they've inherently got a good level of EQ. It helps them kind of develop that more. Yeah, or encourage the emotional intelligence. I don't think you can learn that either, but just probably more of the awareness around it. Yeah, it's in, it's all it's all inherently kind of yeah. Just you just pick up on it, I guess. I mean, so I'd I'd like to get back to a class and train. Really? Yeah, sometimes. Because <laughs> I haven't done it for a while. You've got this like, like burning amber. Yeah. I've, like, I've heard you does. say it before where you're like, not that you're done with it, but it's 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 not something that's a fire lit inside <laughs> you. You're not, you don't have this overwhelming, like, I want to get back into martial arts. But I kind of, every time I every time you kind of talk about it, it's, it's just, just this like... It's just there. It's a part slow of who burn. you are. It's a very, it's a slow very burn. slow burn. I kind of miss it. But I mean, now with my knee, I wouldn't be able to do it. But I mean, I could probably do... You could instruct kids for sure. I wouldn't want to instruct. I want to train. As in, you want to train? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't want Sorry, to teach. I, um, I'm, I wouldn't want to teach. Um, <laughs> Dude, to you're, go co- back and, you're coaching. You're going to have to like... Not, yeah, that's different. That's fine. I can do that because, you know, it's. Um, I mean, as in, I wouldn't want to run martial arts classes now because it's a massive commitment, but... Um, as in, you actually want to just train yourself. I'd like to train. What would you train if your knee was great? Back to what I used to do, everything. If my knee was good now, I'd go back and just do it all. But as in, join a class? Yeah. Which one? Because you're do? doing kung fu, like that's when you last did your knee, yeah. Uh, no, I did. I did. I did my knee. No, no, as in when you like last straw. I know you did your knee years ago, but the last straw was during kung fu, wasn't it? No, like because I was running. I was running classes after my knee was done. Okay. So what happened was, is I had, I was training in my, in taekwondo, and then I left that, and then I went on like my journey and did my whole where yeah. I did lots of stuff, right? Yeah. And then I went and I, how I said to you, I used to go back to my Taekwondo club because I was friends with the club. Yeah. So I used to train there and practice and then I'd bring in some of those lessons into that class and teach and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I was having a sparring session and then my knee went out then when I was going back to the class just for the fun of going back. Oh, okay. And then I was training in Kung Fu and I couldn't keep up with it because my knee was gone. 
Because you just couldn't balance. I just couldn't hold myself up with my knee, yeah. you know. And then, shame, and then man. I stopped doing all that, and I started my own school while my knee was done. Yeah, and you just kind of just and I did it pushed for a, it over the edge. Essentially. Well, I ended up having it. It was it was okay. It healed because I think I had good. It didn't heal. Well, it, <laughs> no, not not healed, but the the inf- inflammatory aspect settled went, down. Yeah, that's right. But because I think at that stage, and you're and because I had you were good training, fitness, I had good quads. My hammies were good. It kept it together. It kept it together. Whereas yeah. now, as I'm older. Like, There's a bit of muscle atrophy there. It is, man. Like this morning, I was leaning over and I was just leaning over the sink, brushing my teeth. And, and I was doing like a, you know, a bent over row position mm-hmm. while leaning over the sink to brush my teeth. And I could feel my hammies burning. Pulling. And I was like, fuck, I've got to fix this. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I got to like, I got to do something. Fit. I got a problem. I got to get some fitness back in myself. Honestly, man, like one of the best things I did last year. So last year was the first time I'd played in six years. So I... When I, six, well, seven, essentially seven years ago now, when Adriana was like being born that year and it was kind of around the time where like the business was just starting and stuff, I just, I guess similar to you, I just kind of lost the desire. It wasn't fun for me anymore. The camaraderie with the, with the boys was still good, but it was kind of, I just like, I didn't have it. Yeah. My priorities are different because I was like just about to become a dad. Business was, you know, about to start and all that. So I just didn't have it in me. Yeah. Um, Maybe because I kind of, kind of mentally switched myself off as well. Like I think I forced myself not to want to be in it as in, well. In a in a team. Or in a in, team, or just okay. playing in general. Okay, yeah. Um, but one of the best things was playing last <laughs> year. It's just like, especially when you haven't been playing for a long time, and you and you push your body to those like those limits. Yeah. And you're gassing, and your muscles are cramping, and your your lungs are like just pumping out of your chest. Yeah. I don't know. It's just no, there's no, there's no, but better. that happens to me when I carry the groceries. <laughs> so, dude, like, <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. I'm serious. Hey, man, those woolies bags can get uh, uh, pretty, pretty heavy sometimes. Dude, I walk up the stairs at work and I'm dying. You got to do something. Like, I have to get I fit, still, man. I still stayed fit during, well, I still stayed active. I was like, you know, going to do, like, kind of like, I got like an outdoor gym, like, in the yeah. park, yeah. So yeah. you do a bit of that, a bit of running, but it's it doesn't push you. You know what I mean? I've never been a gym person. Because once you're a part of a competition or a team or a dojo or whatever it is, something else has kind of happens where there's like this small innate competitive yeah. edge comes out of you, and you want to make the team. You want to be in the starting lineup. You want to score goals. You want to contribute. And- do you prefer team sport or individual sport? See. I've only You've ever done teams, teams yeah. but I value individual. Yeah. And to the point where I've actually spoken to you about wanting to do jiu-jitsu myself. This is what I was going to say because I'm I've like, always wanted to I, do I genuinely jiu-jitsu. think because you've got, you've got an idea about what it is yeah. and you've watched martial arts yeah. and you've obviously spoken to a lot of people. But when you walk into a class, it's different. And I, I, that's the bit I crave. Dude, you, you, I'm telling you, like the first, this is why I want to go back because there's nothing, especially someone who's trained as much as I have, for example. Yeah. And I was like an accomplished martial artist in other, like different styles, the, the, if you want to like call disciplines. it. Disciplines. But then to walk into another school, yeah, and then be like, Style all right, and you literally tie on a new white belt, yeah, and then you stand there and like, okay, this is a new technique. It's like. You, you go like back school to again. the school all over again. I, I want that. For you to walk into a class and do the first class with like, right, this is the basic thing. Going to do this, going to do that. Or you do your first push up and warm up. You're like, right, we're getting into it. When am I going to learn this pose? And they get, they go, right, this is when you lay on the mat and you go, you put your back, put your hips up, bend your knees. You're like, I'm, le- I'm learning. And you actually, there's a point where you're in training where it's like, 
you you realize and it happens almost straight away if you're aware about it you at straight away you realize the point about when you become a martial artist okay which is like as soon as you start to learn the first portion of a technique yeah you that you're there and then it flows and it kind and of... then it's like you're in it and yeah. then as soon as you leave the class yeah it's like you, you you literally feel like your path has just forked off in a different direction yeah yeah no nah, and look, you know you're on a journey now that is completely that will last forever yeah and you've changed the course of your life it's literally like that no nah, look no I, other sport you, i you think def- does you it. definitely don't have to sell it like i i 100 agree with you like i guess for those who are probably listening and listening to me thinking like why why wouldn't you join it's so obviously with my line of work being a neuromuscular therapist and using my hands you, you your hands are your business my hands are my business yeah, and like look i can i can deal with a bit of a twist here and there but like you can't I've, risk having like a snap or i can't snap injury. my finger or it. like or you know um you know dislocate or something because then it affects how it just affects my business my yeah, livelihood that's right. I get it so, so that's the only thing it depends on who you speak to some places are like nah you'll be fine just you just roll light and then there are other places are like look even if you roll light the majority of the injuries happen in white belts because they have no idea they what no they're idea. doing that's right so and it's you like, don't have to compete you know you don't have to but you still got to spar though <coughs> To, yeah, a certain, but- to a certain degree, to learn a technique, you have to yes. mimic, mimic a move, whatever it is the move might be. Um, and, you know, there's all, especially with when you're wearing a gear, you've got to do the, you know, the collar ties and the grips and, and all that kind of stuff. You don't get injured from yourself. You get injured from another person injuring you. But you also get injured Especially when their you're... techniques are sloppy, the other person, and they like they don't know which way to do it. They do it too hard and because yeah. they're not even aware of... Their own body and their stuff. Their own body and how, how far they have to move you before it... That's right. Snap something. That's right. And you're like, oh, stop. And then you mean it. But then you shake hands like, oh, fuck. Like, That's the bit. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm all constantly in this um, back and forth and of wanting to do it and whatnot. And, and then, you know, partly the reason why I kind of want to do it is like, I'm like, well, if I'm going to put my, you know, six and four year old doing jujitsu by the time they're like 15 and i'm not doing it, they probably wrap me up in a triangle choke and choke that out so i want to learn too yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want my boys to kick my ass like <laughs> that shit ain't happening uh, yeah look i think you should i don't know I, I honestly i i at want to at some point that. i would i don't know maybe sometime in the future when i don't know who knows we'll see you'll you'll enjoy it yeah um so i think we've learned a fair bit about uh today's topics yeah soccer dads soccer dads importance of martial arts and uh if, if anyone has a kid out there and they're thinking about putting their kids in a martial art class don't second guess it just no do it. definitely do it just do it you're doing them a favor in general if you've got kids they should be actively doing of something. something of course i think most people inherently know that uh even if you think that your child is super introverted and they don't do well with teams or communicating with other people you, I think it's super important to just at least try. Yeah, put put them in a little bit of an uncomfortable position. Yeah, so that they can, you know, kind of dig themselves out and try and find a new person with not a new person, but find something within themselves that, uh, you know, tests yeah. them. Yeah, get them, get them out of their shell. Just kind of, I get it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. That was a good, nice chat. Yeah. It's it good. felt like more of a chat. It was more of a chat. Yeah, no no, no a real chat. topic. I needed a chat. A chat. <laughs> it was a good, some good therapy. All right, sweet, man. You got any you know, anything else planned for the uh, rest of the day? Mm, not really, man. This is this is a chill weekend for once. It's been so busy in the last couple of weeks and months. I'm just like, I'm enjoying some chill. I can feel myself starting 
to rise up on the next peak. <sighs> the next peak. I can slowly feel it coming up. Come join me, my friend. Uh, you feel like you're getting one too. Dude, I've been on the peak since the start of the year. It's crazy. Didn't you say you were coming off? No. Okay. I'm well, still... I feel like I'm getting Well, like I mentioned to you in a, in a WhatsApp the other day. I was like, I feel if you go back to the library of our... Um, Episodes. Uh, episodes and we're talking about different peaks and whatnot and i did mention in a kind of a behavioral science aspect that the body naturally on within eight to ten years just inherently change your behavior changes so which this is a long stretch for you then well this is the end of that 10 year cycle for me so i don't think it's going to be a huge change but i'm i'm imagining there's going to be I guess somewhat level of change within yeah. how the, the stretch of my cycle maybe i'm not sure so i feel like this year's um gonna be a funny one to just it's not gonna be a textbook put it that way yep so yeah come join me on my i feel like it's starting to pick up a little bit so i think probably the next four weeks i probably will be there sweet yep it's hard to picture because like i feel like i am now but then all of a sudden it could happen in one you're gonna have you're gonna have a little um a little uh mesocycle i i hope it lasts longer though but it's it's gonna it's gonna drop like like in winter and then you'll pick up again like mid-august september October. I reckon it'll be earlier this year. I, I can know, feel man. it in you. I don't know. I feel your aura. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe you're reading my Reiki. Is that what you call it? I don't know. All right. <laughs> never, that, that's switch, a different type of aura, It can man. switch on in literally in like one week. I could be like how I am now. And then in a week's time, I can be like... like Elon Musk mode. Like freaking MDMA style where I don't even... I've never even touched it, but it must be like that. <laughs> the mushrooms. Nah, it's just... I don't know. But anyway. Different planet. All right. Sweet. That was episode 23, guys. Um, like always, reach out, journeytoreverver.com if Indeed. you want to talk about whatever or tell us how great the episode was or how shit it was, whatever you want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> Get off the air. <laughs> Let us know, journeytoreverver.com. All right, guys. Have this is good... episode 23. Peace. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>